Welcome back to the Get Published Summit. My name is Paul Brody, and I'm proud to serve as your host. And today we have another amazing guest, one of my favorite people to talk with. Joshua Sprague is a best-selling author and the creator of the 30-Day Book Writing Challenge. Now get this, he has helped over 11,500 people, it's a lot of people, write great nonfiction books really fast, and I will add with a proven system. Today, we're going to be talking about how to create a writing-centric online business and get paid to write every day. Joshua, welcome back to GPS. Thanks, Paul. I'm uh, excited to be here. All right. Well, let's dig in. So first question, think in outcomes, not features. So break that down for me. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I think a lot of uh, a lot of writers think about writing their books and getting their books out there. But for most people, kind of the dream is like, how do I actually get to write in a way where I get paid for it all the time? And that's where one of the things that I'm super passionate about helping people is not just writing their book through something like the 30-Day Book Writing Challenge, but also then leveraging that to grow what I call a writing-centric online business. And if that is something that you desire, then one of the best and simplest concepts that you can get, but I find this is hard for a lot of people to actually wrap their head around, is to switch from thinking in terms of like features and benefits that somebody gets from working with you, whether that's a book, a product, a service that you provide, course, whatever it may be. The thing is, people don't actually, if, if you think about the stuff that you buy, right? If you think about why you're here right now, you purchased your ticket to the summit or you registered to it for free, you actually came because you want a specific outcome. You're like, how do I? sell more of my books? How do I write a book? How do I actually get paid to be a writer? Like you want those outcomes. You care less that this is delivered through a bunch of videos or, you know, that it's in a membership area. And a lot of times people get confused with that early on when they're in kind of like this product creation business side of things. And so one of the biggest but most simplest shifts that you can possibly make if you want to create a writing-centric online business is to begin to think in terms of what are the outcomes that my ideal customers want? What are the outcomes that my ideal readers want? This is one of the reasons why um, I've been able to help so many people write books so uh, so efficiently is because we switch from like, oh, how many chapters is it? How many pages does it need to be? What's the word count? Those are all features of this thing. The reason that somebody is buying a book, buying a product, buying a service, buying a coaching program, buying consulting, whatever it may be that you want to offer to the world is because they are looking for a very, very, very specific outcome. And I cannot stress this enough. So next point of this is write and share daily. And I know where you're going with this, but tell us how you do that. Cause I see you leverage this for multiple things, including the whole get night, you know, people get to know, like, and trust you, of course, but also be able to tie that into different promotions and offers that you have. Yeah, for sure. So there are multiple facets to this principle or this concept of writing and sharing daily. The first thing is that think about it. Anything that you're really good at right now, it's, usually because you've done it over and over and over again. And so what happens is for a lot of writers, they might be good at writing, uh, but they're inconsistent when it comes to sharing. Okay. And these two things have to go hand in hand. If you want to get uh, good at it, if you want to get paid for your ideas and for your writing, and more importantly, if you want to believe in what it is that you are offering the marketplace. 
I firmly believe that if you will commit to writing and sharing every single day for the next three to five years, that you will be in a wildly different place. Now, why writing and sharing? Because if you just write and you don't share it, then you actually have no feedback from the real world as to what is landing and what is resonating. This is why, like, um, you know, I'm not a stand up comedian. But if I were to go be a stand-up comedian, I would implement this principle that all of the best stand-up comedians uh, follow, which is they're constantly out in the clubs trying out new material. Why? Because they think things are funny in their head, but then they don't really know until they get in front of a live audience and it lands. So you might have an idea that makes a lot of sense in your head, but your articulation of that, your delivery of that, the impact of that needs to be refined. And the only way it gets refined is by sharing it. And um, here's kind of a fun exercise to do if you're just like a geek around numbers, which I'm not, but I sometimes like seeing the power of numbers when it comes to kind of an intangible concept like writing and sharing daily. So if you go and you you look at a, a compound interest calculator, seriously, you can do this. This is really fun. And let's say that you got a 1% rate of return by writing and sharing once a week. So basically whenever you feel like it, okay? Now, you'll grow over the course of the year. You know, if you compound that over a year or two years, you'll see that that improves. But what's crazy is if you write and share every day, instead of having 52 opportunities to improve per year, you have 365 opportunities. So what do you think gets you a higher rate of return? Obviously doing it more frequently. And that's why... This stuff is fully in your control. If you want to get paid to write, if you want to get paid to have an online business that is focused on writing as kind of like the core thing, then you put yourself at a significant advantage over everybody else who is only writing when they feel like it. Like I write every single day, no matter what. It doesn't matter my feelings around it. They're irrelevant. Why? Because the best writing is going to show up when it's going to show up. And I'm going to show up for it to be there every single day. So this is such a simple thing. But again, if you do this over time, the the compounded, uh, you know, the compound effect is just ridiculous. Well, and to clarify too, so you are sending these emails to your list every day. You don't schedule them out. From what I remember, you're an early riser. You get up, you feel what inspires you, and then you write about it. Yeah. Well, so this is really, uh, you know, which is like the next point I wanted to talk about. So I was like, well, how do I do this? Like, how do I actually write and share every single day and make this something that isn't just like you get rah, rah, and you're motivated for it for two weeks or three weeks or two months or three months, whatever it is. Like, how do I actually make this the way that I live? And that's where I came up with this concept called create first, consume second. And this is something that I, I, I wrote a book about. Uh, it's my most recent book. Um, and really the whole premise is this, is that if you're a writer, then the single highest priority and the single highest contribution that you can make is a creative contribution to the world. But what happens for most of us is we wake up, you roll over, you grab your phone before you know it, you're scrolling through Instagram, you're checking text messages, you're looking at your email, you're consuming everyone else's information. And what's happening, whether you're conscious of it or not, is this low-level anxiety starts to rise, right? And so you start to feel this stress. Well, how often do you create in your very best space when you're stressed? 
not well, right? Now you've just taken in all of this stuff from everybody else before you've even gotten out of bed. And so I noticed this in myself and I was like, I don't want this. So I'm going to consume stuff for sure. There's no way around it unless I go and be a hermit and live in the forest, you know? So how do I actually make it so my writing and creative contribution and the stuff that moves the needle and gets me paid with my words happens first before I have any intake from anybody else. And so I created this concept called create first, consume second. And essentially here's how it works. Uh, you can read my book. I would love if you read it. That's awesome. But if you don't, and you just take this from it, amazing too. It's a super simple concept. And the reason I wanted it to be simple is because simple things are easy to understand and simple things more importantly are easy to implement. And that's the thing I care about more than anything. So here's how it works. Before you go to bed, you put your phone on airplane mode. This is a requirement. Your phone is on airplane mode with Wi-Fi turned off, okay? When you wake up in the morning, I have a meditation that I've created called the Money Mountain Meditation. I actually go through that in my head because I've listened to it so many times. I just, I just do it in my head and then I get out of bed. I am not allowed to consume anything. My phone is not allowed to come off of airplane mode until I have written that daily email and shared it. So it's very simple the way this thing works. And for you, that could be, you know, writing and sharing uh, for a book that could be sharing something that you want to post later on social media or an email list, whatever it may be. But the whole idea is there is no input from the world until that creative contribution has been made. And it sounds very simple and it is, but the cool thing about create first consume second is you can just test it. You can be like, Joshua, you sound like you're full of crap. I don't believe this will work. And I'm like, great. Just go do it for 14 days straight, and I promise you, you'll feel different. It's 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 impossible not to. Why? Because you're not taking in anybody's stuff, right? And so when you're not doing that, your attunement to what I call the voice, the ideas, the inspiration, the flow, you know, whatever you want, the downloads gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Stronger. You're activating this muscle of I expect the ideas from my writing to come in, and I'll honor those things by sharing them before I take in anything else. And when you do this over time, you've basically done some of the most essential work of the day before anything else has even happened. And when you do that over and over again for the rest of your life, it's wild. I've done Create First, Consume Second for like four years. It's crazy. I never, ever have writer's block, ever. It doesn't exist because the voice is so strong when you just do that activity. So it's very, very powerful. Well, I think part of that too is you've developed a habit. And I think we all know resolutions don't work, habits do. And you develop this flow, this daily writing. And what I like about it is, you know, your, your style and my style are very similar with our emails, where we talk about what's going on. We're not afraid to be vulnerable. Last fall, I talked about my mom having a stroke. You talked um, as recently as last week, You, your father was in the hospital and you talked about that. And I love how you connected it because the, the surgeon that was helping your dad was actually a student in your program. So yeah, tell us a little wild. more about that because I just love how the universe works. And when I yeah. read that, I'm like, wow, that's just, it's funny how everything's connected. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So it was a wild, wild story where, um, you know, I was uh, in the hospital with my dad because he has to have um, one of the valves on his heart replaced. And uh, he'd had this initial uh, 
you know, scan for how they were going to fix this. And we were waiting all day long for the surgeon to come in and basically tell us kind of what the plan is going to be. And finally, at the end of the day, after waiting all day, the surgeon comes in and she looks at my dad and she looks back at me and she looks at my dad, she looks back at me and she goes, aren't you that 30 day book writing challenge guy? And I'm like, what? Like I'm in a different city than I live in. I'm not, <laughs> I'm there for him, not me. There's nothing going on. And here is this student of the 30 day book writing challenge. who is also the surgeon who's going to, uh, you know, help out my dad who just had finished writing her book and published it. And, uh, you know, the, uh, yeah, the, um, the divine has, uh, some really, really funny sense of humor and uh, a lot of amazing serendipity, but I attribute a lot of that to, um, I mean, obviously there's like divine synchronicity and feeling like, okay, great. Like I we're, we're in the right place here, you know? Um, but the other side of that too is back to what I was talking about before is like that willingness to show up and share your stuff over and over again, right? Because um, here, I, here, here's this really incredible opportunity where this woman is going to help out my dad and I had the opportunity to help out her too by showing up and we both showed up and did our work in our own way. Yeah, I just love how everything connects and again, not being afraid to be vulnerable and you still do it in a way that you can connect this for business. And that is by make it an offer in some way every day. So tell us how you connect those pieces. Cause I really like how you do it. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, you know, writing daily, sharing daily, doing the create first activity is extremely important. But the thing is at the end of the day, if you're not offering something, if you don't have a book to sell, if you don't have a program, if you don't have a product, if you're not you know, marketing something that you're an affiliate for. Like if there's not something to actually exchange funds for, then it's very difficult for you get, to get paid. It just is, right? And so most people and a lot of writers I see, they tiptoe around selling. They make it weird. They make it awkward. And um, it doesn't need to be. Because in my mind, making offers is simply, hey, here are the things that I figured out that I can help you with. And I'm not trying to tell you I'm somebody that I'm not. I will never sell you guys on how to write a New York Times bestselling book. Why? Because I've never done it. Do I have a ton of New York Times bestselling authors that that work with me and ask for my help to write their stuff? Yes. But I never say like, hey, I'm going to make your book a New York Times bestselling book. Why? Because I haven't done that. I'm great at the writing, the business side, all this other stuff. So I help people with those kinds of things. And so what you want to do is you want to think about, well, what are the things that I'm great at? You know, what are the things that you're helping people with in your book? What are the things that you want to help people with, with your consulting, with your offers, all these kinds of things, and then make that offer in some way every single day. So like every day I have some offer going out. It doesn't have to be sleazy. It doesn't have to be salesy, but my ads are running for the 30 day book writing challenge. I'll make soft sells in my emails or I'll, um, you know, drive people to one of my books or something like that in an Instagram story. It doesn't have to be a big deal, but we want to give people multiple opportunities to be able to pay us because that's how you actually have a real business. I mean, think about this. What if the supermarket said, no, you can only pay me on Thursdays and Mondays. They'd be out of business so fast, man, you know? So like for some reason though, writers get this weird stuff going on where it's like, or, or some writers, I should say, not everybody, but, and if you struggle with this, then you know what I'm talking about where they think, oh, I can only do it so often, or I can only do this or that. Most businesses, they have to, they have to make money every single day and you should want to make money every single day. Why? Because it's freaking great to hear from people that they love your stuff. It's great to help people. And of course, if you want to live a great life, you've got to have cash flow too. So um, 
part of my philosophy with that is write daily, share daily, create first daily, make an offer daily. You do those things, you're much more likely to have success by far. And you can do it in a holistic way. You, as you mentioned, you don't have to be salesy. You don't have to be pitchy. None of that. It's just a reflection of who you are. And when you have the holistic holistic philosophy with this, it's just amaze, amazes me the doors that open. 100%. Yeah, 100%. So it does not have to be sleazy in any way. Like my whole approach is like, I'm just going to tell you stories about my life or I'm going to tell you things that I'm thinking about. And then if it connects with an offer, great. Or if I have something specific I'm promoting, great. I'm going to promote that. But even if I don't, you know, it's like, hey, unrelated. This is like one of my favorite PSs that I put in emails. By the way, you can go ahead and steal it. It's like, tell any story you want that has nothing to do with anything you sell. And then in the postscript, just say PS, completely unrelated, but you might want to check out this. It's literally the easiest easiest way to uh, soft sell something without being salesy and doesn't have to do anything or it does not have to be related to anything that you're actually writing about. Yeah. The PS is a powerful thing. I use it in all my emails. You want a continuous marketing model for your business, add that PS at the end because it can make mm -hmm. all the difference in the world. Disconnect, move and listen. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So this is something that I've been quieter about until recently. Um, so I have a container called the two hour business where I help people create writing centric online businesses. And I realized that, you know, if you live in creative land all of the time, but you disconnect from your body, then you actually don't get the best ideas and your brain is not going to operate at the best. It's just not. So one of the, the requirements that I have for students that work with me over there, which I think you should adopt regardless, is that you've got to move. Okay. You've got to go and you've got to move and you've got to walk. My requirement is you've got to walk at least 6,000 steps a day. I tend to get 15 to 20,000, but 6,000 is kind of like the bare minimum. And I also say that at least twice a week on those walks, you need to go without any headphones in. Why? Okay. So we're so plugged in all the time, right? We're so connected, whether that's creating or consuming, we're still connected all the time, but there's some of the best ideas and some of the most powerful creative uh, flow that you might get in is when your mind is just relaxed, right? That's why people often get the best ideas when they're, when they're in the shower, because there's no input, there's no stimulus. Well, we can manufacture that in a big way when we move. And then we're also obviously taking care of our body and our mind and our spirit all at the same time. So I personally believe that like you can't, it's not great to make a lot of money and be great creatively and disconnect from your body and disconnect from like attunement with, um, with the earth, you know? Not to sound like hippy dippy, but like go be outside, you know, go connect. You will get way better writing ideas. You'll have things drop in. I see this over and over again with students of mine. It happens to me all of the time where I'll just be out enjoying life and then boom, the idea drops in. And I write it down on my phone right then because I know it's not going to come back. Exactly. And I'll share a little example about this too. So earlier today, we finally had some decent weather in Texas again. We've had Arctic weather for literally the entire month. Finally, it's in the 70s. So I'm outside by the pool, have my cappuccino out there. The dogs are out there having a good time. And I just had this great idea. I'm like, my phone was inside. But when I went back in, I typed it in there. And it's just amazing what happens when you disconnect, when you disconnect from your phone, disconnect from your laptop, from music, everything else. Well, just outside with the dogs, 
and with my cappuccino because you know gotta have caffeine and just having I love that me some coffee. Going, great idea. Let me let me add that in there when I get back in the house. Plus, I knew I was going to be on Zooms all day doing the last of the interviews for the summit. So I was like, I needed that time outside with nature. And it's just like, it recharges your batteries. It's just like you're hooked into a charger and you're getting exactly what you need to get through the rest of the day. 100%. And if, if the funny thing is like, all these things are simple. It's like, you're not hearing stuff here where you're like, oh my God, this is life-changing. I've never heard this before. But guess what? That's the stuff that works. That's the stuff that works. It just is. You know, so if you want to fight against that, then that's fine. But like these simple things, they make such a big difference when you do them over and over again over time. Well, I believe this last point is connected to what we talked about with building habits, right? The consistent man or the consistent woman always wins. I believe this deep in my core. I don't think I'm the smartest person. Uh, definitely not the most creative, certainly not the greatest writer on the planet, you know. But one thing that people won't beat me at is consistency. And I control that, you know. And I understand the power of that through doing it for quite some time now. And I think that, you know, if you look at yourself and you say, well, hey, look, I'm not a Tony Robbins yet, or I'm not, you know, this type of writer or this type of, you know, influencer or whatever you may want to be. Um, but you can control how you show up every day. And most people, what they do is they'll show up every day for a month or two or three or four or even a year or two, you know? But if you can extend your timeframes and be consistent for years, it's nearly impossible to not become really, really good at something. It's just nearly impossible. So even if it's not your talent, it's just, it's an incredible, um, it's an incredible hack where almost everyone else is getting shiny object syndrome, right? They're jumping from this thing or they try it and then they, then they run into some resistance. So they think it doesn't work. So now I'll jump to this thing and then they try it and then they run into some resistance and then they jump to the next thing and they keep basically hitting the reset button. But instead, if you just stay consistent when you're hitting the obstacles, eventually you move through them. There's an incredible book that my mom gave me 10 years ago uh, called Mastery. And it's not by Robert Greene. That's a great one, too. Um, I can't remember the the author of it, but he's like, um, I think he's like an Aikido, I don't know, master, some martial arts guy. And the the book was really all about how most people are trying to be hackers when it comes to learning things. So they want to learn the fastest thing, the fastest tip to get there. But what happens is they they have incremental success, but then they they don't know what to do when things are stagnant, when they plateau. Whereas masters realize that the cycle of greatness, the cycle of mastery is actually in spike, plateau, spike, plateau, spike, plateau. So they, they kind of zoom out on the graph, you know, whereas like the hacker is so focused on like what's happening today or tomorrow or next week, the master can zoom out and see the progression over time, but knowing that there will inevitably be plateaus along the way. And I think that's, that's the biggest book. thing too. I don't think people realize, and I've, I've said this several times during the summit, it takes a lifetime to become an overnight success.
and you have to keep building. And you talk about consistency. We talked about this before where I developed this workout routine during COVID. And now as we get into March of this year, into March, that streak will be four consecutive years of working out every day. And we talk about, well, you don't have time, you make time. Example is when I do these interviews, I have one hour blocks. So if the interview gets done early, let's say around 20, 25 minutes, I didn't take the rest of that time and go work out, get a shower. And usually within two minutes left, my, I start the next interview. Same thing in between. You make time for dinner. You make time for this. But it's all about consistency. It's all about habits. And I think what you do is a great example of that with your writing, with the fact that you schedule that time every single day, because that is what that is what true consistency is being consistent every single day and not worrying about getting from A to Z, but just getting A, B. Okay, I'll be in B for a little bit, then C, then D, then E. I'll be stuck on E for a little bit, then F. It's a gradual progression, but you just have to realize that this is not a sprint. This is a marathon and everything takes time. Well, and I think with that too, just one, if I can add one more thing, Paul, is like, um, that there are actually only so many things that we can be consistent with. And so we all have kind of like a certain energy cap in terms of what are the outputs. So that's where I'm really a fan, especially, you know, if you want to create like a writing centric business, it's like, well, what are the things, what are the, the really essential things that I can be consistent with? Cause I know I can't be consistent with everything. But if there's five or six things, write every day, share every day, make an offer every day, create first, go for a walk and disconnect every day, be consistent, like those things over and over and over again, I can win those. But if it's 300 things a day I got to do, I'm, I can't do it. Yeah, you just got to focus on those few things it makes all the difference. Joshua, what's the one final piece of advice that you have for our audience today? Well, I was kind of saying this before and I'll reiterate it again because I feel like it's that important is nearly everybody wants results now. And I understand that it's great to get results now, but if you will extend your timeframes, okay, um, to three to five years and do those things every day, write daily, share daily, make offers daily for the next three to five years, you will be in a wildly, wildly different position and have a level of freedom that you could have only dreamt of if you will just do those things over and over again for a long time. So start playing like longer games and be that person who is just so consistent with those few things over the long term where you're not worried so much about the short term wins. You know, if you do those things, if you write daily, share daily, and you're making offers daily, guess what? Even if all your offers flop for six months, eventually you'll find an offer right? Eventually you will create something that lands. You will have learned so much by doing that. So seek to be the person who's going to be around for a long time, not just like, how do I make this and survive right now? You know, play longer games and you'll be blown away by the compounded effect. Absolutely. Josh, I want to thank you for being part of this. What is the best way for people to find you online? And I believe you got a special offer for us specifically for your 30 day program. And the offer is going to be valid until the summit wraps up this weekend. Yeah. So um, if you want to connect with me online, follow what's going on in my life um, and all that kind of jazz. Uh, I'm over on Instagram. That's the social platform that I'm on the most at Joshua J. Sprague. Um, and then you guys, if you would like to jump in and have my help writing client attracting nonfiction books, that's what the 30 day book writing challenge is for. It's normally 497, but 
Uh, I got a special deal for you guys where you can jump in that for just 99 bucks right now. Um, and then if you are resonating with what I'm talking about and you want my help creating your own profitable writing centric online business that only takes a couple of hours a day to run, uh, I've put together a free document for you guys that breaks down exactly how I've done that. And so, uh, we'll put a link around here. I'm sure Paul, where people can, uh, can grab that. Yeah. Okay. That free document. For, yeah. We'll have a link for both of those. And then again, about the 30 day book writing challenge, that offer is available until Sunday night. After that, it's no longer available at that point. So if you want to get this book done, there is no other program I recommend more than Joshua's because he gets proven results. 11,500 people have gone through it, gotten their books done. So if you want to be the next person, definitely look at Joshua with that. Joshua, thank you once again for being part of this. And I wish you all the best in your awful journey ahead. Thanks so much, Paul.